Hello and welcome to the Aviva podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about innovation. But before we get into it, just take a moment and think about an innovative company. What's the first one that pops into your mind? Now, I'd be willing to bet that you're thinking of one of the massive Silicon Valley tech firms. Or, if not, you might be thinking of a tiny startup. You know, someone changing the world from a bedroom in a semi-detached somewhere. But it's likely that you're not thinking about an insurer. And that's understandable. We don't have a reputation for being the most exciting industry. And that makes sense. Innovation is risky and, you know, we're the ones who offer protection from that very thing. Why would you want to rock the boat if you're the one who insures the boat? But insurance has been around for centuries, and with time comes change. Like the tides, there's no use in trying to hold back either. Through our ancestor companies, Aviva can trace our origins back more than 325 years. So we've been adapting and evolving and innovating to meet the ebb and flow of our customers' changing needs since the 1600s. I think I'd describe this as experienced as opposed to, uh, it's a 325 years old, but it's a nice way to think about it. This is Owen Morris. Owen is Managing Director of Personal Lines Insurance at Aviva. I think it shows we're doing something right. You don't survive that long without innovating. What would seem standard and commonplace now wasn't always so. If we think about the invention of the car, for example, you know, we don't spare a second glance at them now for the most part. But that was a huge innovation. It has quite literally reshaped our world, for better and for worse. But that invention also meant that insurers had to innovate to keep up. That or be overtaken. Cars were appeared 100 years ago. Obviously, the, some of our predecessors had to innovate to cope with this new thing. And I think they did a, a good job in creating car insurance. Early vehicle insurance was wildly different to what you'd expect today, though. And that makes sense. People walking ahead 60 yards waving a red flag to warn bystanders. That could only last so long. Cars got faster and more frequent, and we all had to adapt. And it's the same for the pace of change. That's only been getting faster, and changes are more frequent too. It's not enough to just react to change anymore. We need to predict what's coming down the road. And those things aren't always preceded by a red flag. Thankfully, as insurers, anticipating the unexpected is second nature to us. And it's why we have our innovation team at Aviva. It's led by our chief innovation officer, Ben Luckett. So the chief innovation officer role is really accountable for helping and supporting the organization deliver competitive advantage, meet customer needs by delivering new ideas, new technologies. And we split that into three things. We invest in startups through our venture capital fund. We build new businesses through our venture studio and we create new products and services through something called rapid proposition development. While innovation isn't strictly one of our four strategic pillars, in inverted commas, those are customer growth, efficiency and sustainability. Ben explains that innovation underpins each of them. So if, if we want to better serve customer needs, we need to understand them and innovate. If we want to grow, we need new products and services. If we want to deliver efficiency, often new technology is really, really helpful for that. And from a sustainability perspective, 
I think if we're going to meet some of our targets, investing in some of the technology, particularly around climate change, that's really going to drive a difference is, is really important. So while there may not always be those red flags to warn of impending change, that isn't the case for climate change. People have been waving that flag for decades, and it's only getting more urgent. We know that the climate crisis is the greatest threat facing our planet. And we know that tackling climate change is the best thing that we can do for our customers, for our business, for our shareholders, and for the future. And just one of the many ways that we're acting is in the products that we offer. Aviva Zero stands out as a major example of this. It's our carbon conscious car insurance. For a limited time only, for an entire year after buying a policy, we're offsetting 100% of the carbon emissions that Aviva Zero customers create when driving or charging their car. We work out their emissions based on the car that they drive and their annual mileage, which they tell us about when they buy an Aviva Zero car insurance product. We also factor in real-world driving conditions that affect fuel use, like weather conditions and car maintenance. If you're interested in how it all works, you can find out more and read the terms and conditions in the About Your Cover section in the Aviva Zero Help Center. There'll be a link to that in the show notes. So Aviva Zero is an innovative product that's supporting carbon offsetting projects that benefit people and their communities. It's also a great example of how we're driving that sustainability agenda forward through product design. The innovation team, led by Ben, helped Owen and the personal lines business bring Aviva Zero to life. But where did the idea come from? Ben told us his origins. I distinctly remember actually being on the phone one snowy February. For some reason, I was in my garden walking around taking a phone call. I think that's what we did in, in lockdown. And I was talking to Owen Morris and we were thinking about the concept of the carbon conscious insurer. And that was the beginning, really, of Aviva Zero. Owen was very passionate about this idea that we could create a new business um, in motor insurance because there were so many things and still are going on in, in that part of, of the industry. It's almost a perfect storm. And the genesis of the idea came from that phone call. And then it got turned into a, a concept and we wanted to make sure that it, it landed with customers. And so the idea evolved from there and very quickly, actually, it turned from something on a PowerPoint to a product. And that was really the result of working together to collaborating well, using an innovative approach to proposition design. Owen elaborated on where the journey began for him and what was behind that phone call. It was one of the first things I did when I got this job 18 months ago was write to our CEO and say, I really think we need to make some substantial moves in terms of improving what we're doing in motor insurance. For the customer, there were a couple of trends that were driving that request, um, but actually also for ourselves and to make sure that we've got the technology to drive us forward. You know, vehicles are changing, we've got electric vehicles, we've got more data coming from vehicles. We kind of need to be able to A, ensure electric vehicles for our customers and B, be able to compete with our competitors to make sure that that offering is really good. Actually, technology itself sitting behind that and the way not vehicles using data to drive autonomously, but us using data to actually respond to that. So you've got the, the ability for us to create seamless customer experiences in a very different way. So that's kind of sitting there. And the third thing that, that triggered, and hence where the zero came from, and it's really, really important, it's around sustainability. How do we really create a proposition that has sustainability at its core and we can build out from over time? Now that's some really good question. It's one that we posed to Ben. How do we build a proposition like this? And what was the process like? 
Yeah, it's a really good question. And the process was really taking that idea and making sure that it was something customers wanted and would buy into and iterating that with customer feedback, building the technology, securing the funding, building a team and getting that team, as I mentioned, into, into a space where they could operate at pace. Keeping the customer front of mind is key. And it was something that Ben was very clear on. One of the things that we try and do is really understand our customers and understand their needs and design things around those rather than starting with our own internal ideas or with our products. And there's a methodology that we use to do that. And that starts with what we call desirability, understanding if it's something that a customer would want or buy, and then moving through into feasibility and viability. Traditionally, businesses have started the other way around and said, is this something that we can build? Whereas we start with saying, is this something the customer will want? Owen told us a bit more about that journey to launch. It was quick, he said. It was incredibly quick, actually. It went from the first lines of code on a screen to the launch of the product in just a handful of months. So after all the work that went into it over those months, taking it from code to customer, from zero to zero, if you will, the launch must have been a really big moment for the people who'd been involved right from the start. The excitement's palpable when you first start to see those first customers. I'm sort of slightly older now than perhaps I was, and 10 years ago that would have been the, the height of the excitement. Owen explained that, for him, milestones are the real excitement now. When we spoke to Owen back in November of last year, a big milestone had just come through. I'm actually more excited by a milestone we got through, oh, be probably last week, where we sold, you know, we've sold over 30,000 policies now already, and you can start to see the scale coming in. And what I like about innovation at a large corporate like Aviva is it's not just affecting a few people or a bit of a niche. We, we can impact and have a positive benefit for millions of people. And that's what we want to do with Zero. Beyond the excitement was pride in our work. Yeah, there are a few things I'm really proud of. Firstly, how we work together as a team, collaborating at pace. We put the team in a different space and created a different atmosphere, more like a startup to really encourage working together quickly and in an agile way. And that was fantastic. So innovation is often about a different culture and a different way of working. And Aviva Zero is a great example of that. I'm also really proud of the technology. We took some really interesting technologies and brought them together for Aviva Zero. And finally, I'm really proud of the product. We've launched it into market in a really short space of time and it's growing fantastically. And combining a new product and also a carbon element to that so people can offset their miles that they drive, I think is really where the future of some of these products is going. I think one of the reasons Aviva Zero worked is we put the full weight of Aviva behind it. It wasn't, oh, we just let some people get on with it over here. I'm a big believer in, in terms of innovation that works for us has to work at scale. There's no point doing tiny things. What we, what we set out to do with Aviva was build one of the best insurance companies there's been in terms of core general insurance capabilities, what we're doing for customers, that proposition. So we, we put the money behind it. We got a brilliant team. We work with the best technology outfits. We, and we've really created something that's, that's, that's going great guns. As for Ben, his team is already working on the next big idea. So the role of the innovation team is to really accelerate new ideas, to test, to learn, and then as we collaborate with the business units, they then take these things over to scale. And we're kind of in that process now of uh, scaling with Aviva Zero. So the innovations team's role is, is defining. 
I'm personally still quite involved, but a lot of the team now have moved on to look at new and different projects. So while Aviva Zero is, as Owen puts it, going great guns, history shows that innovations aren't always a success. That's part of the process and a consequence of taking a road less traveled. It doesn't always have to be successful though. I think some of the innovations I've tried over the years haven't, frankly, that's okay. What you gotta do is learn from them and build from them. And actually, if you never try anything, you'll never find that out. One of the wonderful things about being part of Aviva and being part of a bigger group is that we have loads and loads of eyes. So we have the benefit of some of the work Ben does in the innovation team, which just, you know, he just come along and tap me on the shoulder and say, have you thought about that? Have you seen that? What do you think of this? And that is really, really helpful. We ended our conversation with Ben by asking him what he sees coming down the road, or at least what he thinks might be. What some of those taps on the shoulder might be about in the coming months and years. There are a few areas that I think are really exciting. I mentioned earlier about technology driving greater efficiency. and I think we'll continue to see a lot of innovation in automation, in artificial intelligence, making things both better for the customer and more efficient. I also talked about sustainability, which is a really, really exciting growing area. And I think we'll continue to see innovation there in terms of some of the technologies that can support the decarbonisation agenda and also the ESG reporting agenda. And then finally, I think insurance is becoming much more customer centric. A lot of the technologies that we've seen over the last few years have focused on much better customer experience, making things easier, frictionless. I think we'll continue to see innovation in that space, and that's really exciting. Think of an innovative company. What's the first one that pops into your mind? Hopefully, with the work that Ben and the innovation team are doing, and products like Aviva Zero, it's a little bit more likely to be Aviva. Thanks for listening, and thank you to Owen and Ben for their time. If you'd like to know more about Aviva Zero, or anything else Aviva, check out the links in the show notes below.